What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Anime DGEN's Bullshit Hour, episode 34. Tyler, how you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, you, you actually spoiled my uh, my intro. I was going to say, hi, I'm Bass. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, Bass ain't with us today, so. Correct. If you guys weren't on the rundown this week, Bass is on a little work trip and vacation over in uh, Europe for about the next month. So if we're going to be running a little light, I think we're talking to a couple guys, a couple friends, maybe uh, get some guests on the podcast so we can uh, keep that trio dynamic going. It's uh, very helpful for all of us, especially when somebody's got to take a little piss break. <laughs> yeah, and don't worry, uh, you know, even though Bass is on his trip, you know, for and having, having a good old time over there, he will still... We'll, we'll still have a couple of segments with him uh, sprinkled in, so uh, no worries on that part. Yeah, definitely. We're going to pre-record some stuff before he heads out, so don't worry. You're going to still get his beautiful, sexy voice in your ears at least a couple of times in the next <laughs> month or so. <laughs> yeah, and uh, he should come back at a pretty good time. I think we got some pretty uh, fun... Uh, Fun episodes planned out for uh, as soon as he gets back, so y'all y'all should enjoy it, and he probably won't enjoy it. So we'll see. Yeah, he's lucky enough to come back just in time for Attack on Titan finale, 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 finale. So <laughs> that is, I'm really excited for that, man. Yeah. Um. I guess. Uh. Since we got all that out of the way, uh, I guess we get in some some news now, right? Yeah. Let's do it. What do you got for us? So. As y'all know, Zom 100, uh, you know, it's, they've been having trouble with delays and stuff. Uh, but apparently after the latest episode, which was 9, um, 10, 11, and 12 uh, is going to be on indefinite hiatus. And um, it'll be back sometime. We just don't know when. Um, there's no timeline, really. They said that it will be released uh, when they're able to stream it uh, in Japan. Uh, you know, debuted it in Japan. So it kind of makes me think that um, it's it's not really a dim issue. I think it's uh, like a, a TV issue, honestly. As What do you think? Yeah, I mean, they've definitely been having some issues on the production side of things. And uh, what it is, is they're not going to be able to finish the show in the summer 23 block. So I'd be interested to see if they just kind of end this season here and then come back when they can get more episodes rolling and maybe do like the season two is extra long. I have no idea how they're going to handle it, man. It's kind of shitty because it's not like a big cliffhanger. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, if you listen to the rundown, it was some it was some pretty heavy stuff. Uh, a lot of uh, some antagonists, antagonists, you know, got introduced, all that good stuff. Um, so... You know, we're kind of sad, I guess, that um, we're going to have to indefinitely wait. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and depending on what comes out, too, I mean, if they just release these next three episodes, we probably won't incorporate it into the rundown just because it doesn't make sense to do that. So what we'll end up doing is doing like a D-Gen last look, I guess, not a first look, a last <laughs> look. <laughs> Uh, it'll be the first of its kind, I guess. But. Yeah, we've 
That would be a really funny segment if we just pulled a random <laughs> anime off that Mal and just watched the last three episodes of it. The last three to five. Hey, we, we're coming up with topics live, y'all. That would be hilariously so awful. Tyler would be like, I don't know who the fuck any of these people are. And he's like, no, that's, that's the point. Yeah, the ambassador would be like, bro, that's normal Tyler behavior. So. <laughs> But yeah, so we'll probably do a, a DGEN's last look at it, I guess you can call it. Um, but definitely not the last look, because I think there should be a season two. Because I, I think the show's had good uh, reception, and it just sucks that they can't pull their shit together. Yeah, awesome. um, yeah also... it's definitely unfortunate, but, you know, we go, so... Yeah, you know, the DGEN's right on. We also got some news uh, that Haikyuu, the first of the final movies... The Decisive Battle at the Garbage Dump, which I'm really excited for, has a release date of February 16th, 2024 in Japan. So if you haven't watched Haikyuu yet, you got some time. I don't know when it's going to drop in the US. I'm hoping they do a simulcast and we can just watch that shit on Country Roll because I don't want to wait another six months. Yeah, I mean, realistically, you know, we'll probably maybe get to see it, um, you know, summer season, honestly. Uh, if they yeah. don't do simulcast, I expect it's for summer season. Yeah, I'll be watching it online. Oh. I mean, what? <laughs> In Japanese. <laughs> no subtitles. They'll, they'll figure out the subtitles. That's no worries. <laughs> I'll be like some fan dub. Oh, my God. Hey, I mean, I've I've watched I've watched uh, stuff like that before. I actually watched the quintessential quintuplets movie. And uh, I read the manga and stuff, obviously, the lie novel, whatever. And I actually watched in Japanese just to see how they did things. So, um, but yeah, that's just me. I'm just being stupid as usual <laughs> with my rom com. So he's just reading the manga while watching it, trying to understand what they're talking about. <laughs> I know I, you giving me too much credit. I can't do that. So <laughs> I read the manga way beforehand. And I was like, oh wait, this is finally up. You know, I can watch in Japanese without subtitles and just you know listen to it and and look at the video you know and i enjoyed it so because i knew right. what was going to happen so i just wanted to see it happen you know what i mean definitely so. and if you guys don't live under a rock there is a new manga taking over the internet right now um if you're on twitter you've definitely seen a kagurabachi meme this is a brand new manga the second chapter just dropped if you don't want to miss out on a super hype manga that already is slated to become an anime i believe definitely check it out unless i'm just reading things on the internet that are lies there's a very good chance of that but uh after reading the first two chapters this will definitely eventually become an anime and um you know i assume it'll probably drop in like 2027 or something like that but yeah i was gonna say Unless unless it becomes like a Boruto type shit, um, it's definitely gonna have to wait a little while to get you know uh, some canon content uh, built up. So, yeah, you figure a season's about twelve episodes, so they got to get about thirty six chapters done. So that's about it's a year. You know, they can make it happen. It's a weekly. Yeah. So we'll see. Hopefully, uh, you know. Hopefully we'll get to see some of that in the future. I think I seen um on Twitter uh that it was like uh top or the trending the fifth most trending manga right now on Viz and which is basically like Shonen Jump, so Yeah. 
Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I've read the first chapters, and it's pretty cool. It's a really interesting topic. It's basically about, like, the son of a swordsmith who's getting revenge for his father, and the swords are imbued with sorcery, so I fuck with that. Right. So basically, like, you're kind of like a, basically like a shonen, um, with, like, based on what you said, it kind of reminds me of, like, JJK type shit, honestly, with uh, Demon Slayer vibes, maybe. Yeah, honestly, I think with how it's been more sunny than shonen, um, it's a little darker. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's even better. I, I tend to enjoy uh, those better than shonen. So definitely, okay. man. Awesome. Well, you uh, more little bits. Yeah. So, um, as y'all know, Mushiko Tensei uh, season two part one just ended. And uh, they just announced here recently within the last couple of days that season two will be coming out in April 2024. So we won't have to wait too long to actually start getting into the uh, better side of the story again, I guess. You can say, hopefully, the better better side of the story. So um, uh, for all you knowers out there that uh, have uh, watched, you know, the first part, you know, y'all know what I'm talking about. It, hopefully the second part is much much better <laughs> so and also um uh for all my romance fans out there my happy marriage you know the big hit from netflix um it is also getting a season two it's confirmed now so i just wanted to uh let y'all know about that so i'm no, pretty happy about that so that's exciting it's good to see a netflix show not die after one season you know yeah, I mean, it was a pretty big hit. It was one of the uh, uh, top shows, and it was one of the top shows in like the uh, anime charts or whatever that you see online and stuff all the time. So yeah, uh, it was always up there in the top ten or whatever. It usually stayed around top five, honestly. So it was pretty surprising. So awesome. Well, you want to get into our first segment? Uh, yeah, sure. Oh, I didn't introduce those at the beginning. I'm a, oh, I'm, yeah. a I'm a bad Damn. host. Well, the suspense is going to keep killing you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so our first topic today is we're going to talk about anime's biggest haters. Some of the most pettiest characters you can think of. These guys just don't give a fuck about other people. And they're always really fun characters to watch, in my opinion. Tyler, you want to get us started with your first one? Yeah, so my first one when, uh, you know, what Dan just said comes to mind is Donzo. And we all know him from Naruto. And he is basically just like pure scum, bro. And in order to do the things he's done or played a part in even, even, because most of the stuff he's done is like been behind the scenes kind of, um, He's definitely one of these guys. He just doesn't care. He's all in it for himself, and he just is a uh, uh, shit. I don't even know. I don't even know what to call him. He's just that big a piece of shit. So, um, but yeah. as I'm sorry, uh, I was gonna say Donzo is just something else, man. He just doesn't give a fuck and just wants to steal people's powers for no damn reason, you know? Yeah. Um. Speaking of that, you know, we'll get into a couple of things that, you know, makes, you know, just proves my point. And we'll start with one of the greatest, uh, one of his greatest achievements, I guess you can call it. And that is the massacre of the Uchiha clan. And, you know, he 
conspired with and manipulated, you know, Itachi into thinking that killing his whole clan was the correct action to take um, in order to prevent a coup d'etat. And, you know, there was a lot of, there was, I, I'm not going to say a lot, but there was other actions that could have been taken in order to prevent that from happening. You know, um, it would have been harder, sure. Uh, but, you know, Donzo, he he didn't want just to prevent the coup d'etat. You know, he, he wanted... He wanted power. He wanted to better himself. Because uh, not only, you know, he did he have the whole clan killed, except for, obviously, Sasuke and Itachi or whatever, um, he stole a lot of their eyes, uh, including Shizue's, uh, in order to make himself stronger. So. Yeah, uh, man. Like... Yeah you realize how strong someone is so you make like the strongest uchiha clan member of the time just go in and kill them all so you can steal their eyes and use their abilities for yourself like that is some petty ass shit dude yeah and like it's just wild um you know and that wasn't that was the biggest thing he did um obviously uh but that's not the only stuff he did you know he he basically established and ran uh, what they called the foundation, which was like um, he took just, you know, uh, kids and just raised and trained them to just have no, they didn't know any other way alive except for what he showed them. And they was just ruthless and they just done whatever he wanted them to do. He, he was basically their god or his he was basically their god um and they just didn't have the power to do anything against him you know because that's how they was raised up and that's that's kind of that's kind of horrible if you think about it um so not only did he um do all this with the you know uchiha clan he also had this going on too you know um so it's pretty it's pretty like mind boggling that he had his hands in so many dark, dark, you know, corners, I guess you can say. So, yeah, I mean, he was just obsessed with power and would do anything it takes to get there, you know, which is fucked up. Yeah. And so that's my, that's my first one on the list. I, he doesn't really need much explaining. Um, you know, uh, I there's only so much you can talk about with him because uh, he just he was just a piece of shit. If anything was uh, bad, anything bad happening in the Hidden Leaf Village, I, you you can bet he probably had a hand in it. So, uh, but yeah, awesome. Well, for my first character, I have Tonpa from Hunter Hunter. And if you guys don't know who Tonpa is, and you've seen Hunter Hunter, like it's not coming to mind. He's the rookie crusher. He is number 16 during the Hunter exam. And his whole goal was just to make rookies fail just because he couldn't pass it himself. He didn't even <laughs> care about passing at this point. Like his sole joy in life just came from rookies dropping out. Like, that is absolutely wild. I don't think I've made it that far, but like that name oh, and just really his early. like whole. Is it really early? Maybe, maybe yeah. I just don't remember it then. 
He's that fat guy at the beginning. <laughs> he's like acting really nice, but like he ends up giving like um Kilo and Gone these like drinks that are full of laxatives, so that way they have to like stop the Ronda Ron and take a shit. But like oh, the thing yeah. with him is okay. like he's a bully, but he's not serious at all. Like in the hunter exams, like you can literally kill people and like they just feel like, okay, that happened. So instead of like poisoning them, he just tries to make them shit their pants. And like it's just such petty shit. He's super <laughs> whack. Like he's a massive hater for literally no reason but jealousy. But he adds so much comedic humor to the beginning of fucking Hunter Hunter, dude. That is wild. Like I, I looked up a picture of him and I instantly knew who he was. So yeah. I, uh, I yeah, get what dude. you're saying. <laughs> I mean, like, if your only goal is to make people fail the hunter exam because you can't pass it, like, come on, man, reevaluate your life. That's some whack shit, dude. I mean, I feel like I feel like if you're at that point, like, you just got too much time on your hand, honestly. Yeah, like, you're not even you don't even have a hunter license. So, like, what are you doing in the off season in between the tests? Like, are you just sitting there, like, thinking of ways to like ruin these people's lives? He's got to. It has to be, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I just I fucking hate Tampa dude but he's so funny like he's just that guy that you're like I, I really don't like you but what you're doing is fucking hilarious <laughs> yeah I mean it. I guess his character could definitely be like worse um, and more uh, uh, like sinister I guess so but it's good to see it's good to know that they like used him as comedic relief instead so yeah i mean he's caused a lot of rookies to drop out and like i think it's like his sixth time taking it or something like that like don't they have like a limit though like do i remember do i recall that correctly no i think you can take it as many times as you want <laughs> i think that's what it is like yeah. and he just sits there trying to crush rookies and just like, I think there's a point where he pays two guys to beat up a fat guy who's, like, in it. And I'm like, bro, look in the mirror, man. Like, you, yeah. you can't be picking on him because he's a big guy. Look at, look at yourself, dude. Yeah, he's not very skinny, so. Uh... <laughs> but, yeah, dude, you know. he's, just, he's just a petty-ass, jealous bitch. I really don't have a lot for him, but I just, like, I thought I was like, oh, my God, Tompa's so fucking petty, dude. Yeah, I agree. And, like I said, I've only... I, I had, didn't make it very far past that point, but Tampa is definitely uh, one of them. And another one going off of uh, Hunter Hunter, I didn't pick this one, but he's okay. Like he's, he's yeah, or Hisoka, my bad. Uh, he's definitely one too, I, I would think. Um, that comes to my mind from the Hunter Hunter verse. Yeah, he's not really petty. He like just likes to prey on the weak and like he's looking for strong people to fight but he wants to just crush him, you know, which I guess is petty, but not on the I mean, same level as Tampa, man. Like, yeah, not on the same character. level. <laughs> yeah. I mean, out of the, out of the little bit I've watched, Hisoka is just like, he, he comes off as kind of petty. Um, honestly to me. So, but I mean, that could change as the story progress progresses. Cause like I said, I, I'm not very far into Hunter Hunter. So before I stopped, yeah, so. he's a really good character after the fact. Um, I mean, he's like good as in like good development, or like he changes his nature oh, no, to be he's not a good, good guy. At all. Like, oh, 
he's a good uh antagonist you know oh i got you okay it makes more sense awesome um, you want to get to your second one yeah so um we'll you'll know this one um it is uh from silent voice the movie and it's uh i'm pretty sure bass uh you know if he was here, he would have definitely probably picked this character because I think he's got a lot of bones to pick with her. Um, she it's, sucks. Yeah, it's Naoko uh, from Silent Voice, and she's the one that's like the dark-haired um, uh, girl who still thinks that it's okay to bully uh, Shoko, even after they had grown up. Um, that's that's just like so bad, you know what I mean? Um, it's one thing for like kids that don't know any better to like bully, as we see uh, with Shoyo and the class or whatever. You know, they just didn't know any better. But Shoyo, you know, obviously um, tries to make up for it. You know, he tries to do right. But after they grown up, but Naoko makes it pretty hard um to do that uh well because you know after she found out that shoyo and shoko was you know trying to uh reconnect and make things right and all that stuff she kind of had a fit and she kind of kept trying to um i guess uh i don't i don't know the correct word like uh make things Worse. not work yeah instigate maybe um but yeah she she's just i guess jealous i I guess you would say she's just jealous of uh shoko's shoko and people and shoyo like wanting to like reconnect with her i guess and be her friend i guess she wants shoyo to be her friend instead maybe Um, yeah i think that's really came down to jealousy and Nayoko just sucked, dude. Like, she was purposely just bullying the shit out of Mishimiya, and, like, just... It, it, she's an awful character. Like, I did not like her at all. Yeah, and the, and the thing that made her so bad was that, you know, she would act like she was friends towards, you know, her uh, when everyone was around, but then she would do things you know, when no one was looking or she would take her off on her own somewhere, force her to go somewhere and then just be an absolute dog shit human being uh, to her. And just because she was just, she was just petty, you know, is that's just petty behavior. Uh, that's just jealousy. You know, she's just hating on her because she's jealous. Maybe, maybe she loved, maybe she was in love with, uh, uh, uh Shoko, uh Shoko, you know? Um uh, maybe that's what it was. Maybe she was in love with him and she was jealous that uh he was falling in love with, you know, her. So Yeah, I mean the scene with the uh Ferris wheel. Yeah. Just like left me sick to my stomach, dude. That scene hurt that was hard to watch. Yeah, I mean it's one of those scenes where you're just watching it and like all the blood drains from your face type shit, you know? Like it just it's, this is one of the only anime that like made me feel feel this way towards another you know fictional character so and that's that's who she is and 
you know, I would go on to say, you know, she was one of the main antagonists throughout this whole show, pretty much. Uh, she did get a little bit better at the, towards the end, but for the most part, she was just a horrible human being. So yeah, no, she fucking sucked, dude. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that like. You know, Donzo's obviously above her because he had a whole clan killed just just for, you know, himself or whatever, uh, for his own personal gains. But Naoko, she ain't much behind him just because who does that shit? You know, bullying, you know, a disabled um, woman, child, just because, you know, she can, I guess, just because she's she she's not she's different i guess i don't know it's just wild humans are wild yeah man um she she i did not like her i've said it like five times now but she's probably one of my least favorite people in any of the movies we've watched yeah i mean she she played her part so well though like she played the uh that part very very well they 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 done that character very well which you know, makes us hate her even more. So, um, cause she done it extremely well. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's my second one. Uh, I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to beat that. And like I said, I'm sure Bass would have a lot to say about it. He had a lot about her to say, uh, a lot of, uh, stuff to say about her when we did the, uh, silent voice review and discussion, uh, back. It's been a while. So, yeah, I was gonna go look when that one was. Um, oh Jesus Christ, that was forever ago, right? I'm almost certain it was when we were still doing one episode a week, so it's been a while. But uh, we can let's see, Silent Voice. Yeah, it was episode nine. <laughs> oh yeah, like what the first. Uh, the week before that's the last that's our last uh one one episode banger so yeah that was that was before we went to the weekly rundown so um that was a good episode though we took a first look at blue lock and we did the silent watch the silent voice and we also did the rundown so we talked about a lot of shows that week but if you didn't definitely go listen to uh the silent voice portion because bass went on a rant about this lady <laughs> and rightfully so um and obviously if you haven't seen a silent voice yet it's it's pretty easy to watch it's like i think two hours and maybe not even two hours it's just a movie no and it's, it is it's, it's not easy to watch it'll it'll tear you <laughs> apart dude it was it was heart-wrenching but it is one of the most i guess classic movies anime movies that like if you enjoy anime then and you haven't seen this one then you probably should because it's a classic um it's just so popular and uh and it's just one of the better movies out there even though it's tragic so uh, oh, definitely man yeah i mean like it follows the story of bullying and like depression and everything else and it's so deep dude it it hits it hits the soul pretty hard yeah, um, definitely check it out. I'm pretty sure it scored pretty high on all of our uh, all of our uh, lists. So 
Um, if you haven't watched it yet, you definitely should. It's pretty readily available. I think it's on Netflix and everything, so. Definitely. Well, I guess I'll get into my next one, who might be the biggest hater in <laughs> all of anime. <laughs> this man's hater mentality has spanned six generations, and it's none other than Dio from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the main antagonist, in my opinion. Um, I haven't read all the manga on this, so I don't know where it goes after, but Dio is basically been haunting the Joestar family for literally like longer than One Piece has been around. This this manga <laughs> goes back forever. <laughs> oh, shit. So like, yeah. Go ahead. He does have like a good reason to be a hater though. I mean, his life fucking sucked. And he was so lucky. He was adopted by the Joestar family who are rich as fuck. Due to it, they had a debt to his drunk ass dad who was actually trying to rob them after they like their wagon or their horse drawn carriage fell off a cliff. And it turns out that he put he came off and was like, Oh, yeah, I'm saving your lives, guys. So he owed them a life debt. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you think, Oh, I'm getting adopted in this nice ass family after my life has sucked. I'm on easy street, right? For sure wrong <laughs> the first thing he does when he meets Jonathan is literally kick his dog like what the fuck dude yeah I mean you would think that like if your life sucked before or whatever like you said and you basically got handed like a like a, a come up like this you know then you would be like grateful and appreciative you know and the fact that he's not he's just like okay how yeah. can i how can i screw them over now <laughs> yeah i mean his whole plan is to ruin jonathan's life and steal it for himself like he beats jonathan in a fight and basically steals all his friends he like assaults Jonathan's girlfriend to take away the ability for Jonathan to be his girl's first kiss. Like, you can't jack Riz like that, dude. That's so fucked. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's like sexual assault, too. So. That wasn't as big of a deal back in the 1800s or wherever the fuck we are. Back right in now. the day when they just like, just kill people out in broad daylight and say, okay, that's that's fine. But like, not only that, he steals his father's respect. He's trying to steal his family's fortune for him. And there's a scene where Jonathan eventually just like says, fuck this. And he beats Dio up. And you know what Dio does? He kills Jonathan's dog. He locks him in a wooden crate and throws a crate in like an incinerator they have outside their house. And one of the butlers doesn't think anything of it. And he starts the fire. And he realizes that there's a living animal inside of this thing. And it turns out to be the dog. But he's already kicked. Like, this is so fucking petty. You brought an animal into this. Like, Dio, Dio sucks. But he's just such a good villain. Yeah, I think uh, I think you had us watch this. Um, Bass and I during one of our early showdown throwdowns. And, um, you know, we 
we obviously watched all this. This was like early, early on. Um, the first, uh, like probably up to five episodes, all this happened. Um, I think, and it's actually wild that he's this much of a piece of shit and this much of a hater. And like literally the first handful of episodes. So, yeah, man. And he eventually finds the mask and becomes a vampire and everything else. But I'm not going to go into all that. There's a scene where Dio is a vampire. He's basically like taken over this town. He's living up in a castle like fucking Dracula would. And he steals a woman and her child. And the woman is like pleading for her life. Like, please don't hurt us. You know, I, he's all I have. Everything like that. And what does Dio do? He turns the woman into a zombie. And makes her eat her own her own baby for his enjoyment. Like, how fucking petty do you have to be, bro? Yeah, that's that's pretty that's pretty far up there, bro. Oh my god, <laughs> that's and, pretty far out there. And to keep it going, uh, after Jonathan quote unquote defeats Dio, um, he survives as just a head. He basically cuts off his own head. Or I can't remember if his crony cuts off his head to keep him alive. But Jonathan and his new wife, the same girl that Dio assaulted, are on a boat ride to America for their honeymoon. And you know what Dio does? He kills Jonathan and takes his own body. And then he proceeds to just go fuck a bunch of bitches and have a bunch of Joestar offspring, even though he's not even Jonathan, which is where we get like a, a bunch of the later protagonists in the show. And it's just wild, man. And he did all this just to spend a hundred years at the bottom of the ocean in a coffin. <laughs> like Dude's what? just out here doing his thing, bro. Dude's a menace. <laughs> and I'm not going to get too much into So he comes back in part three. And there's one scene, and it's the pettiest thing I've ever seen. One of the characters pulling the ref is, like, trying to walk up a staircase. And Dio has the ability to, like, freeze time. So he makes pulling the ref think he's, like, fucking lagging out like you would in a video game at, like, a 400 ping. <laughs> and literally just keeps making a walk up the same three steps over and over and over again. And he's just sitting at the top of the stairs like, huh, you come up here, I'm gonna kill you. Oh, oh, are you going to make it? What's going on, buddy? Just fucking with him the whole time. <laughs> and like funny. the man starts a whole damn cult just of how petty he is and how much he hates the Joe star family. And that's how we see his hater mentality just span six generations. At least I don't know what happens after um, stout ocean. So like it, it could keep going. I'm not sure. But dude, it's just the king of being petty, man. It's insane. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure, you know, based on his track record, like, it probably doesn't stop. So, um, yeah. yeah, I don't I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to find out. We'll have to see. <laughs> uh, you know, speaking of like, um, you know, we're talking about petty characters and stuff. Uh, you know. While we've been doing this, I've been having some names pop up in my head. Uh, and, you know, one of them is Ghetto. Ghetto is a, he's, you know, he's a petty, and he's a petty dude. And he's, he's a very big hater. You know, he even, like, calls, 
you know, non-sorcerers, monkeys and shit. Like that's just that's that's this whole Todd. That's that's this whole segment, you know. So I can't believe yeah. we forgot about him. Oh, and I mean, speaking of calling people monkeys, I mean, uh, Frieza. Frieza is one of the most pettiest villains you'll ever find in an anime from DDZ. <laughs> like, homie blew up a whole damn planet because of a rumor of a <laughs> golden warrior, the Super Saiyan. Like, this shit had to have been seen in like a thousand years or some shit. But he's like, nah, it could happen. I'm going to blow up the planet. <laughs> let's just, uh, let's just stop this, you know, just in case. Let's just <laughs> take them all out. Imagine blowing up a whole damn planet because of a rumor, dude. Then you got fucking, you got Boo too. Boo goes to other world and literally kills people who are already dead. <laughs> it did. Did Frieza call people monkeys too? Oh yeah, the Saiyans are stupid monkeys. I mean, they have tails. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But yeah, no, Frieza is a big fan of calling people monkeys. <laughs> I mean, it kind of makes more sense than Ghetto calling calling human non sorcerers monkeys. So. Uh, at least they got tails and stuff, you know. <laughs> but all I can think of is um, the anime house. You, I don't know if you ever seen the anime house YouTube series. They're so funny. It's like imagine like um, it's a bunch of black content creators who basically just meme anime and they do like a Big Brother kind of thing. And Frieza is just playing basketball against somebody the whole time. It's like, check up, monkey. And I'm like, oh, my fucking God. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> well, uh, GG's, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Do uh, you have anybody else on your list? Uh, I mean, some a couple come to mind. You know, like I said, Ghetto. Um, Orochi is one that we, uh, you know, mentioned. Have, we've mentioned, you know, weekly on a rundown pretty much in Wano uh orochi he's just a, a scumbag uh if you don't listen to the rundown he basically m made you know everyone eat things that fruit that made them took away emotions basically and just made everyone to ate it laugh so all the time even no matter what emotions they had uh was feeling at the time so that's, yeah, that's about as scummy as you can get, you know, kind of. So. You will not find a bigger hater of the Kozuki clan than freaking Orochi, dude. Yeah. Um, I felt like we had to at least bring him up, too, because he's he's huge, man. He's a, he's a huge scumbag. He's definitely petty as hell. Um, oh, so, definitely. Um, but, I mean, I, I do have one more... Uh, but you probably don't know know uh know of them, but some people might. It's Akido, uh Akito from uh Fruits Baskets. And, you know, they're the leader of the Soma clan and uh they was basically raised in isolation as a young kid, um, to take on this responsibility and they're very petty and uh basically the main antagonist and they're just afraid of losing control over everyone. So anything that happens that makes them think that they're losing the slightest bit of control, like they go way out of their way to tighten the leash, you can say, um, their control over them. Uh, it even goes like so far as to since they can't be in a relationship with anyone, since they're like the leader, the head of the clan or whatever, that she they they make it where 
Um, none of the other Zodiac members can be in a relationship either. Like she just forbids them from doing it. So, uh, so it's pretty, it's pretty petty. She basically makes, if they don't follow her, you know, rules and stuff to a perfect whim, uh, perfect, uh, she basically makes their life a living hell. So damn. Yeah. It's, it's pretty messed up. I figured I'd throw that one in. Um, since she is pretty, pretty big on the list too. So definitely. Well, awesome. You want to, you want to get into our second topic? Yeah. Yeah. So next we're going to talk about some anime characters. We'd like to see come back. Return to some ongoing anime shows. I had to throw a couple rules out there because, you know, I know how much Tyler would love to see a season two of Buddy Daddies or <laughs> Mob and Ranging it down with some more adventures. And also, I think he already broke this rule, but no dead characters, no Dragon Balls, and no reanimation, reanimation jutsu type bullshit. They got to be alive. That's key number one. <laughs> so you may think I broke it, but you just don't. I I put you under the genjutsu already, bro. Yeah, Minato's on his shoulder saying, "Don't worry, he's alive, bro." <laughs> I put you under the genjutsu already, and I guess the uh, you know, um, you you want me to go ahead and start it off? Yeah, get us going. So my first pick, um, when we're gonna forget about talking about genjutsu and stuff because that doesn't make no sense in this anime. But we're going to talk about Bleach. And we're going to talk about my man. One of my favorite man, men on Bleach. Grimjow Jagerjack. And he is one of my absolute favorites of Bleach. Uh, he's just so cool. And his personality is just such a great personality. He's, he's basically one of those types that they just do whatever they want. Whenever they want, he isn't going to be controlled by anyone. You know, he reminds me, he's like a, he's like a toned down Kenpachi. And we all know how much I love Kenpachi. So, uh, wouldn't you agree with that? Yeah, I'd like to see Grimjow come back. I mean, his fight with Ichigo was really fun to watch. And like you said, his character dynamic was just, just fun. Like he's just power hungry. He wants to fight. And I think if he came back in the Thousand Year Blood War, like, I, I can't remember if he does or not. So, like, yeah, I think it'd be fun to see him come back and fight some Quincy's. That'd be fucking awesome. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember either. It's, uh, it's one of those things that we was talking about. We, we read it, but it's been years, and we just don't really know the fullest details. So, but yeah, it'd be super cool to see him come back, even if it's, you know, you know, to help, Maybe help it to go out. Maybe, you know, help him not die. Because, you know, like I said, Grim Jow, he just wants to fight Ichigo. He's like Kenpachi. That's what Kenpachi wants. He just wants to fight strong people. Um, and Grim Jow's the same way. And I feel like, you know, Grim Jow would make a make a hell of a splash in the Thousand Year Blood War arc. Um yeah, and hopefully he's not coming back as some mindless, uh, not as mindless zombie, but some slave to Kuretsuchi like the other uh, Espada, or um, not Espada, but other... Um, Arankaras. 
Aronkars did, you know? Like Grimjaw's gotta be Grimjaw. He don't need no he don't need no master. Yeah, I don't I that would that would be so tragic if that happened because like I said, he he's you know, he does what he wants. Like he even though he isn't a Ron car and even though like there was a higher power above him, you know, um kind of telling him what to do or whatever, he didn't care, you know, he just he wanted what he wanted. He wanted to fight Ichigo, and it, he didn't really care about, you know, what they said. He just, he's going to do what he's going to do. So it would be, I would actually not like to see him back if that was the the conditions that had to happen in order to see him back. So, <laughs> yeah, I can definitely agree with that. You know, I mean, we all love Kurt Suchi, but I don't want, Grim Jow to be in that position. Like Grim Jow is just too funny. Yeah, he he's funny. He's cool. He's uh, I mean, his Riz is like on top of the charts, you know. So I mean, uh, I'm sure there's a lot of ladies who do love him. He's a, he's a, <laughs> especially when you get to like his um, what the hell are they called the, the Awakened Aron Car forms um Resurrection. That shit's fucking yeah. hard, dude. When he goes like full like Liger mode. Yeah, it's like I know Bass like sped through um like all the Iran cars and like uh Spada Arc or whatever. But if he didn't like slow down and take the time to enjoy the Ichigo and um uh Grim Jow fight, he missed out. Like this it's one of my favorite uh it's some of my favorite uh uh scenes, fights and just interactions um, of Bleach, honestly. So, yeah, I think that's probably my f- second favorite fight from that whole arc. I mean, I got to give it to Okiora. <laughs> that fight is just too good. Yeah, it definitely was. Because I mean, they both, both of them. Uh, well, I don't know if th- that one, that fight right there, that were that scene we're talking about. I don't think um, uh, Grim Jow really got Orihime involved that time, right? It was the second fight, right? Yeah. Okay. I know, I know, Okiora, I'm not sure o- how to say that. Okiora. Uh, yeah, Okiora. Uh, I know he got Orihime involved, and uh, I know Grimjow did the second time that he met with Ichigo, so, um, but yeah. Definitely. Well, I guess we'll stick to Bleach then with my character I'd like to see come back. And that's Ishin Kurosaki. So, like, he did make a quick comeback in the Thousand Year Blood War, but it wasn't to throw hands. And I want to see Homie throw hands again. Like, we got to see him fight the Black Hollow. And that shit was fucking awesome. We got to see his Shikai and Getsu. And one thing I really want to see with Ishin is I'd love to see what his Bankai is. Because... It's going to be fire-based, so I don't think it could top old man Yamamoto, but it'd be really cool to see. I mean, imagine, like, it'd have to be, like, kind of similar to Ichigo's, you know? Because, like, they have similar attacks. So, like, imagine a fire version of Ichigo's original Bankai. Like, that should be so gas. Yeah, and it's funny that you picked Ishin because um, he was my original first pick, and then I started thinking about Bleach, and then I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute, my I can I can talk about Grimjow for at least five to ten minutes, and and I was like, but if I if I pick Grimjow, I obviously cannot pick Ishin because you know 
I can't pick two people with the same uh the same anime, you know. That just that's just not right. I need variety, so Oh, definitely, man. And he I I feel like he'd be so cool to see come back too, because like he was a top tier captain back in the day. Like oh, I yeah. think he was higher tier than a lot of the captains we've seen throughout Bleach. I mean, the dude literally held his own against Aizen. Like when they're fighting, there's a scene where like I think Aizen blocks his attack and then Ishin goes to like he makes like a thing with his hand, you're like, Oh, he's gonna use some hotto or something. He just flicks him away and the force of his flick is enough to send Aizen like blast away midair team rocket style. And like <laughs> that shit was so hard. But I just like imagine if Ishin came back in the Thousand Year Blood War and there was an Ishin and Ichigo tag team fight against some Quincy's. That'd be fucking so gas. It would. I mean, they uh Kubo kind of missed. He kind of missed on this, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know if he had time because like I th- honestly, I feel like it was set up for it, but he just kind of ran out of time because they wanted him to finish the manga. So but, maybe it'll get added in. They're out of Yo, I was going to say, but the good news is we're not talking about the manga. We're talking about anime. And you know, anime has filler in it. And this would be one of the fillers that I would be okay with, honestly. So. Yeah, let's be honest here. Bleach has enough filler, but I'll let it slide for this one. <laughs> yeah, Um. so... Like, I'm with Dan 100%. Like, you know, I know we got to see Ishin just a little bit. Um, but I want to I wanna see what kind of moves he's got. You know, we, we haven't really seen a whole lot of his moves, especially here lately in the uh, new uh, the Thousand Year Blood War or whatever. So I really want to see it. Uh, I yeah. want to see what he's got uh, going on. So, And I think with Yamamoto being gone, too, God rest his beautiful Inferno hell soul. Um, I think it did leave an opening for Ishin to come back because, you know, the new head captain isn't as much of a hard ass. And I think he would, he'd let him come back with open arms. He'd be like, yeah, get in here. Let's get, let's get some, let's get some boxing going, you know? Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, you're you know, coming back. So like, I mean, if you're can come back, then obviously, uh Ishin could, you know, so definitely. I don't see that as an issue, so but awesome. Who you got for your next guy? So, um who's dead? What... <laughs> so, you know, going back to what we first uh started with, uh Dan said that one of the rules was uh we couldn't have dead characters. And so I originally picked Atachi Uchiha, which, you know, I can kind of explain, you know, why I had him in mind, but I changed my pick um, to actually someone else. Uh, so I'll let Dan decide which one he wants to hear first, because I'm obviously going to talk about both of them, because I love Naruto. So, all right, go with Itachi. Let me let me hear. I know everybody <laughs> would love Itachi to come back. He's like one of the best characters in Naruto, but Homie's already been reanimated once, dude. Like. He, he he gone gone yeah well so you know that's what we think you know obviously that's that's what we think that's what we know to be true Atachi's gone blah blah, blah. Uh, you know he's been reanimated all that good stuff but what if you know what if he was a what if he used his IQ because you know Atachi was way ahead in you know his plans and dead 
<laughs> he was way ahead in his plans and almost everything. I mean, look look at what he did with uh uh Naruto. He he used the Kodo Amasuka, which is an ability from Shizue's eye that he got, and he implanted it into a crow, and then he put that crow inside of Naruto without him knowing, and then made it be set to react whenever Naruto looked into Itachi's Mangekyo Sharingan. You can't tell me that, like, that's like really really reaching at a far level like that's planning ahead for a far like uh like way 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 planning ahead so but he's dead so how is naruto but, gonna look into his mangekyo sharingan <laughs> but you know he he did that that way he could break free from any spell jutsu that controlled him because he knew that he wouldn't ever use the mangekyo on naruto you see what I'm saying? So in order for him to think that far ahead, plan that far ahead, you know, that one time, you know, that means he's very, we all know Itachi's very smart. And this is one example of it, of him planning super far ahead. And, um, you know, just in case things happen, just in case things turn out the way they did, uh, he put these steps in place. So what if, you know, what if he actually made it think made everyone think that he's dead because you know based on his actions and he's intelligent enough and ca he's capable of doing that he's intelligent enough with his planning ahead in order to plan ahead something like that to happen he's got the abilities and he's got the powers to do it so like it could happen now i can't really get into the detail on how it could happen but I'm just saying that it's certainly possible, you know, that he could have planned ahead to make something like this happen if he wanted to. You see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying, but he's dead. So, well, we all know him as dead, but I'm just saying if if Kishimoto wanted to, especially since we actually got proof of him like planning ahead and like, um, uh, preparing for future events that didn't happen, you know, like we see with the crow and stuff. Like, who who thinks on that level? You know, Atachi. Atachi thinks on that level, and look the, what he did. He saved Naruto from the only, the only way I was gonna give this to you is it didn't Boruto have a bunch of like time travel bullshit in it? Um, I'm not sure. Like, okay, Boruto, Boruto. Is it's so hard to talk about Boruto because you you talk about you know the anime is so filled with fillers you know and and it's not technically fillers it's actually technically canon because it's anime canon which is fillers in my opinion but obviously since it's anime canon it matters to the storyline because they they tie them into each other or whatever and so I don't actively watch anime anymore um uh after like 160 some episodes i dropped it because i was just tired of you know the route it was going and stuff like that and i'm super behind on the manga so i'm pretty sure you're talking about like the dinosaurs and shit right 
No, not that. I thought they had some time travel shit where Boruto went in the past and like saw Naruto as a kid and everything else. It's like, okay, if he came back there, that'd be fine. That's different, you know. Yeah, I mean, but, they 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 be doing some weird shit. Like uh, the newest, uh, the newest, like the after pre post time skip shit is we- really like wacky on the time uh, time dimension shit. So uh, yeah. it definitely is. Stuff like this is definitely possible as well um, at the rate that uh, Boruto is going. So, uh, but I wasn't really going that route. I was just going um, the, you know, Itachi has very high IQ and he has a lot of extremely powerful abilities, including Shizue's eyes, um, or at least one of them. And, um, uh, like it's definitely possible that if Kishimoto wanted to, but obviously he didn't want to because Itachi was a very powerful po- person, you know. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and he actually played a huge part in, in Sasuke and even Naruto's, uh, you know, character development. And um, if he really, really wanted to, he could have found a way to make Sas- uh, Itachi like come out of his death. Um, and make it seem like an elaborate plan that Itachi uh, had come up with, had thought ahead and prepared for himself. Because That's Itachi is just that guy, but, so yeah, it's an asshole. But I'll let you, I'll let you have it. But it's it's a, a plausible, it. it's a plausible asshole. Like it's it's very possible. Like you could you could make it happen with Itachi's powers, you know. Yeah, I mean, you can't say that for everyone, but Itachi, you could definitely say that with, because like I said, there's there's proof, you know, with the Kodo Amasuku, you know, that he got from Shisui's eye that he did on Naruto. Like, how? Who else? Who else is looking that far ahead? Um, before they die, uh, quote unquote die. Um, I'm gonna say. <laughs> Who who else is doing that? Who else is preparing for a future like that? So nobody. So, but that that's my Itachi spill. Uh, but that's what we was talking about. Uh, in the beginning, uh, the Genjutsu. I put Dan in one just now. Made him think. Uh, I was gonna say Itachi. So, but yeah, yeah, awesome, dude. You want to get into your next one, or do you want me to go? Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, I can. We can do either one. So, you got another one? I I only have two, and I, we should probably save my one for last. Okay. So, well, speaking of uh, his next choice, we'll we'll get into my next next uh my pick that I had chose after the fact that I realized that. They couldn't be dead, dead in the show, even though I have ways to make them undead. But, you know, but anyways, it's Buggy the Clown. We haven't seen him in a long time, bro. We haven't in the yeah. anime. Yeah. I mean, if you know, we've seen him more recently in the live action, obviously. But Buggy the Clown, like the last time we really saw him take a major a major part part of the story was like Marine Ford and like during all the prison stuff. Um, that was the last time. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'd say so in the story. I don't think we've seen him. I mean, it's. I don't think we've seen him since then, unless it's been like a little filler side episode. But yeah, I don't think we've seen Buggy in a while. Yeah, and that was, uh, I looked it up, and that was around like 2010, bro. So it's been like almost 10 years since we've seen Buggy play a major part in One Piece. So it's actually wild if you think about it. Oh, definitely, man. Well, um, as somebody who reads the anime or reads the manga, I can tell you, you'll be very excited to see Buggy coming up eventually. Yeah, uh, you know, this was uh, this was meant for anime only right now because I didn't know spoilers there. Buggy's coming. <laughs> yeah, Buggy, Buggy always makes himself known eventually. But you know, Dan said uh, Dan was asking, "Have we seen him? You know, since then?" Um, I think that uh, I think that we've seen him in like a scene or two when he became Warlord of the Sea, like post-war arc. Um, but I think that's basically the last time we seen him, I think, um, was when he done that. Uh, but it was like a, I don't know, a couple minute scene or something like that. So it's not any time, any other time we've seen him, it's only been like a couple minute scene, but I'm talking about like, I want him to play like a major part, you know, like he did like in Marine Ford, you know, he was there. Um, even though he wasn't like playing like a major, major part, he was still there actively in almost every episode for a little while. Um, uh, going back and forth. Cause he, you know, Buggy, he, he, you know, uh, makes like, he, he's the comedic relief. And I feel like it would be fun to see the comedic relief, the, you know, the super lucky Buggy, come back into our lives as long as he's not too annoying so yeah i mean i'm excited for buggy to come back to the anime um just knowing what's coming down the line and it's gonna be <laughs> so funny like it, you guys are gonna just die <laughs> when you see it it's so good i mean anything that buggy touches man it's just like it's just so hilarious because it's just i don't know it's it's watching a dumpster fire honestly that's all it is so Definitely. But yeah, that was that was my um that was my true pick, you know, after I realized that uh Itachi didn't kind of fit into the rules the best. But I enjoyed <laughs> talking about Itachi and Naruto, so I, I wanted to make sure you had your, your chance to get your Naruto <laughs> fill in because you know you always <laughs> have to. Hey, I didn't I wanna mention I haven't said the word Minato one time until now, this whole episode. Even during my talks of Itachi and Naruto, I didn't say Minato. Yeah, dude, I was waiting for you to say that Minato has a uh, a kunai thrown into the future and he's just going to pop up again or some shit like that. Damn, I can't wait for our next Crackpot Theories, bro. You're giving me so many ideals. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i guess i'll get into my next character i'd love to see you come back to an anime uh and it's none other than the legend himself the sniper king from one piece so good king in the flesh so people might think that the sniper king is Usopp, but i don't believe that and his voice actor <laughs> sunny straight the english voice actor 
said he he just plays both of them and they're definitely not the same character so sniper king is out there maybe he made it back to sniper island i mean i know he's in all of our hearts because that's where sniper island is <laughs> maybe we'll see him on elbath whenever the one piece gets there you know like i could see sniper king hanging out with some giants there you go but no. dude, homie just took down the world government and disappeared you know it's a, <laughs> it's a damn shame <laughs> So, you know, you know, you say you want the Sniper King back, but you know what that means, right? What does that mean? That means in order for the Sniper King to come back, that means there has to be a spot open in the Straw Hats for a period of time because their Sniper, you know, uh, Usopp disappears. Or well, leaves I, or something like that. So in order for Sniper King to truly come back, that means Usopp would have to leave the crew again in order for Sniper King to return and uh, help the Straw Hats out in their time of need. You know? I don't think so, man. I think Usopp would really appreciate the opportunity to meet Soga King. You know? Like, I think they would get along really well. Mm. They both love giant slingshots. <laughs> true true uh i just i just i just find that's gonna be very hard to do since their personalities are so much the same they would probably uh not ever be in the same room with each other just because of that reason so dude sniper king is everything Usopp wants to be he's not there he's not there yet <laughs> But I'll tell you who is close to Sniper King and uh, abilities. And that is God Usopp. Yeah. God Usopp. Go D Usopp. Yeah. Go D Usopp. The member He's of the close. G-Clan. He's very close to Sniper King and I, abilities. I don't know, man. Sniper King's just on a different level. I mean, he's from Sniper Island and he lives in all our hearts, dude. So I, I would love to see him come back. And another One Piece character I would actually really love to see come back would be Bond Clay. Oh, but I don't know if he's dead but, or not. We don't know. But that. it doesn't it doesn't meet your rules. We we do know. I mean, well, kind of, right? I mean, he's definitely dead, right? No, later revealed that he survived. And for real. Yeah. Are you sure? I'm reading on the internet right now. This is this is your day this is you know your daily um reminder uh y'all to not believe everything you read on the internet. Nope, Bon Clay is currently the new queen of New Kamat Land, the island where Sanji went to train. So Oh, so this happened in fillers. No, it might have been on a cover. Oh, you're talking about like in the manga. Okay. Well, the, like, uh, the covers are just the weird side stories. I mean, like there's that. Yeah. Whole... yeah. Where they did. I mean, the most recent one that they went on a tangent about was like Germa 66 or whatever. So, uh, you know, they had that long cover story or whatever about Germa 66. You remember that? Yeah, no, uh, Bon Clay was revealed on the cover of Chapter 666 that he is alive and well, running level 5.5 of Impel Down. My man's alive, and I want to see him come back. 
But there we go. That that would be why 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 has the older brought him back then? Is it just because the maybe 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 the thing is is you know maybe he got brought back in the manga, but maybe in anime in the anime world he's actually dead. You know what I mean? Maybe it's one of those things. No, so um, the covers of One Piece are all canon stories. They just obviously they're not animating the covers like yeah. that that's how we learned that enel actually went to the moon and has like an army of fucking robots and shit <laughs> yeah see i guess um the bad thing is is like i didn't actually get to see this um because i wasn't reading the manga back then um i'm one of those people that after i got caught up with one piece i just went to the uh the manga chapter that i left off of you you know so i completely missed this and i guess probably if i'm guessing a lot of other people did too because i just assumed that bon clay was dead and it it kind of makes me happy that you know he's actually truly not um it's can canonically uh true that he's not dead i guess but i don't think a lot of people realize that so yeah i definitely didn't I think I remember seeing it at some point, but I'm very happy that he's alive and I would love to see. Imagine like it's like the final fight, like whoever it is, you know, Luffy versus the Marines or whatever. This giant war that's supposedly <laughs> should, should happen at the end of One Piece, right? Like we've been building it up to it for 25 years. And Flamingo Imagine- boy. Oh, dude, Doflamingo can't come back. On no, the no, I mean, I mean, Bon Clay, you know, he oh, likes the flamingos. Oh, 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 yeah, the swans. Yeah, oh, yeah, whatever. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's that's pretty that's pretty cool. I mean, I guess we learn something new every day here, Um, especially since we're big fans of One Piece. This is definitely, uh, I guess we all learn something new, you know, so... Yeah, dude. The the sagas they have on the covers are actually nuts. Like the the one about Enel going to the moon and just like being on the moon and meeting like these weird little robot creatures and shit is wild. I don't see. I don't even know anything about that. Too. Um, I can you know, find, just, like somebody clipped all the covers and put like you'll find it on Reddit where people clip all the covers for like the ones that are like stories. Okay, and um, they are all canon. So Enel's on the moon, dude. Maybe we'll get Lightning Man coming back too. I need to actually like go and find like I uh, I hope there's somebody out there that actually did like clip all the covers from all thousand plus ep- uh, chapters or whatever and and that would be so fun to like just read even though it's it would be over a thousand uh, pages read that's like a whole manga in itself in itself honestly yeah definitely man so but yeah. But awesome. I don't think we have anyone else, right? Uh, no, I don't think. I mean, we could we could come up with people all day, all day uh, I guess. Yeah. But but they they wouldn't be as impactful, I guess, as the ones that we talked about. So, um, but yeah, I think Definitely. that's all we got. Probably. Uh, let us know, like, you know, always you know, feel free to come into like the Discord and stuff. And uh, we got we actually got a channel um, uh, for this, you know, where you, you can discuss um, kind of what we talk about on the podcast. And you can let us actually let us know, uh, like, who who would you like to 
uh, see come back and all that good stuff because we would like to know that too you know it's not just about us it's about y'all too we want to we want to know what y'all who y'all would pick on each of our segments so because it's it's always a fun time discussing it with y'all so definitely and if you want to join the discord it's linktree.com slash anime dgens but awesome guys we'll catch you guys next tuesday for another episode of the rundown and i uh, look forward to talking to you see you then bye